Hello and welcome to You Okay Man, a men's mental health discussion. I'm Elliot. And I'm Tom. And I'm Jake. Does that sound like Jake? <laughs> Not at all. Do you want to try and do a Jake? It's hard to mimic like the, the constant internet interference that he has as well. Yeah, we don't have a Jake with us today. He's uh, house hunting and he's in a pivotal moment of his house hunting development so yeah he's not very stressful and i'm very glad i'm not doing it exactly how have you been this week tom at least two weeks i guess yeah no um should make a statement of you. We did try and record last week. Yeah, just me and Jake because you forgot. Yeah. Well, so yeah, it was a we we didn't manage to record on uh, our usual recording day because everyone it just happened that everyone was moving around. Um, and then and then uh, I yeah, and then we we decided we'd record the day before we were supposed to release. Like the yeah. geniuses we are. <laughs> uh, and then you know by the time I actually came to. Because we were waiting for your Wi-Fi to be installed and for Jake yeah. to be ready. So by the time those two overlapped, I'd already left and I was yeah. in the middle of a field somewhere with no Wi-Fi. God. But yes. Well, what can you do? But we're back this week uh, yeah. with two out of three of the crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's we, over 50%. That is. Just. <laughs> just 60% or 66%. 60% of... I think 60% is probably a good way to describe my mental health this week as well. Okay. That was a fantastic segue. I know. So I've been preparing for a job. We recorded this on Saturday. On Friday, I was doing uh, a filming job. And it was like, well, one of my first like proper professional videography jobs. Because that's the career I want to go into. Like videography uh, or TV or just visual production uh, as, as a whole. Yeah, it was kind of associated with people I knew. So it was a lot of pressure to get things right. There was a lot of strings mm. attached to it. So I just, I just wanted it to go well. And there was a lot of issues with getting equipment and getting the cameras ready and all the stuff ready. And it was just uh, all a nightmare. So I've been thinking about that a lot this week. And it was, it was one of those things as well where I remember a few episodes ago, I was talking about uh, looking forward to things too much. Like I wasn't really present in myself in, in the days so I was only looking forward to like the end of the week or when a specific event was happening and I felt that happen a lot with this because I moved into the house my new house here at uni at the start of the week and so I was going to go down that week and the start of the week move in get the equipment midweek and then drive back home but just for the whole week I wasn't really enjoying the house I was just thinking about got to get this equipment get it all ready make sure it's safe and get back to London and I wasn't I was just I felt like I wasn't enjoying the house and in the house I didn't have any wi-fi uh, there wasn't anybody about it was just me and I felt like I just felt myself sitting and waiting for time to pass yeah. no I, I I get that especially if there's something that you're eager to actually get for and, and get towards and, and do um I found that especially when yeah, I finished, I finished working finally, uh, but I finished working last week and there were a couple of days where I was still hanging around because in my head I was like, cool, I finished work. Now I need to get down to Southampton as quick as possible, move in, and then I can start doing work right? in, in terms of like getting stuff ready. Yeah. Um, but actually I still had a week in between that where I was supposed yeah. to be 
doing nice things with Jenny and and I, I just the first day or so I was just so focused on being like I don't want to be here I want to be in Southampton being productive mm-hmm. but once I kind of let that go I, I we went camping and I didn't use my phone or, or watch any anything for like three days and I read two books and it was yeah I think mm-hmm. learning to let go mm-hmm. is something which yeah I don't know I still haven't mastered but I feel like it's a thing with just busy people in general or just most young people because everything we have is just instant now like all the information we have on our phone is instant everything we do is instant when we do it so when we have something that's further away at like the end of the week and we have time to fill there's no longer that instant gratification that we have and we've got to kind of sit ourselves and I think it's you that hates the word mindfulness but <laughs> there it is I don't hate it but yeah yeah, I think it's just about being mindful, though, and just learning to be present yeah. in your own head and just taking time to recognize where you are and savoring the time while you have it. Yeah, I, I think that's a really interesting point, actually. The the idea that we as a generation have sort of are so used to instant gratification um, that when we're kind of left wanting, when we're left in that dead space, we don't really know how to appreciate it. Yeah. And it was so nice when I was camping because... I would be woken up naturally by the sun at like 8.30. I would get up with no, nothing to do. And I would get up and I would be like, right, I'm going to make myself a cup of tea. I'm going to read my book and just be in a field. And yeah, it was, it was really, it's something that I struggle with a lot is getting over the guilt of relaxing. Yeah. Like I, I always feel guilty when I'm relaxing because I feel like I'm not being productive. Mm um but you know being being not in a house not in an usual environment i think helped me to disconnect that yeah yeah, i I think that's a really i think that's a really good point about so used to instant gratification that when we're given dead space we we don't know how to appreciate it no i like we said about um the the different location house sort of thing so i felt that moving back down to southampton i feel like being in london where all my work was it's like I feel like there's always something in the back of my mind that I need to be sitting down at my desk doing. But moving down to Southampton, it's like a new space. I just fill it with all the things that I need to do presently, which wasn't very much. Mm. So it just it just had that nice disconnect between work and relaxing, and I could focus on one of them. But it wasn't, yeah. unfortunately. But and I think um, we're in quite a lucky position to be to. You know, obviously, we're quite in a lucky. We we are in quite a lucky position. Um, in that we have you know our parents houses that we have been living at and then we yeah. can come to Southampton and almost have a bit of a fresh start and a, yeah. a, a new opportunity to create a space to work in and and the right mindset and definitely. more space to relax in you know yeah no I definitely feel that just coming down to a different city to a different place is just uh it's a, it's it's a whole new brain for me I think I just feel like it's this just different perspective, but you know, like you say, it's a very fortunate position to be in coming to university, um, being able to live in, in, a, in a house that isn't our parents. Yeah, I think it's just coming again to that thing where I've got to focus on separating between relaxing and doing stuff, like you say, and then I can. I think once this job's over as well, I've got this week to rest, and then the Friday is was when I do the next job, and it's it's not going to be a stressful day. It's just now I've got this day out of the way. I've got some editing to do, which I enjoy doing, funnily mm. enough. Um, so I've got, I've got that perfect balance of being able to relax, but also something to do if I get bored from relaxing. 
So I think I'm on the up. And then next week when we come back, I think I'll be a... I'm not, it's not like I'm sad or anything. I'll just be in a less stressed place, more relaxed place. Good. But what have you been up to? Trying uh, try, try to relax, funnily enough. Um, yeah. I, so, yeah, it's been two weeks. I spent uh, a weekend working, um, which was good. Some more money, which I like. And then I promptly spent all that money on camping equipment. Uh, it's so easy to spend money in a camp shop, man. It's oh, yeah. <laughs> nuts. Like I, I walked in being like, right, just need a tent and a blurt mattress because we've basically got everything else and it'll be fine. And then I'm like, uh, of course, I need this <laughs> double gas stove that's foldable <laughs> away to the size of a iphone like <laughs> why wouldn't i need that or of course i need a pop-up uh, uh a pop-up it was like a, a clothes organizer oh my lord it's like a pop-up clothes organizer for the inside of your tent and it's amazing <laughs> but i didn't need it no but i yeah i dropped my entire weekend's wages on camping Jesus. equipment um which is like i had such a great time camping it was really nice i like i've said before find it really difficult to not feel guilty when I'm relaxing. Yeah. But I think there's something about being in a different environment that meant I could just be like, this is okay. Yeah. Um, and I've, I'm, I've brought it all down Southampton as well. And there's, there's some nice places to go around here. I mean, there's uh, West Wittering and uh, New Forest and places like that. So yeah. hopefully over the course of this year, like when, when things do feel like they're too much i know that that's a good way for me to kind of um have have some downtime yeah um, it's always good to feel like you have spaces to get away from it as well yeah especially with like shared housing as well because it it feels like the only space you have is your bedroom because mm. everywhere else is communal and don't get me wrong it's great and my my flatmates are, are great but sharing a space with other people then does make it feel like you know you, you you don't have much space outside of your room. Yeah, and I think naturally that happens as well. I think what everyone felt over lockdown, um, like just me living with my dad, just having a space constantly with him all the time, twenty four seven. Just it gets stressful for everyone. You've got to have your own time. Yeah, and th- and there's nothing wrong with needing your own space. No, not at all. But I also think because uh, something something last year, I ended up spending a lot of time in my room. So if ever I was at home, I'd be in my room because I was just so overwhelmed with everything that was going on. I had to have I had to have my own space, but my room wasn't a, a good environment. Like it wasn't oh. a a good place for me to be because I I didn't have anywhere to relax that wasn't my bed. Yeah. Right. And then you have, um, and then you have the problem of mentally confusing your bed as a place of relaxing instead of a place of sleeping yeah uh, and then kind of that then affects your sleep and, and stuff like that um so that that cool. sucked but yeah it's it's just sort of a, a, a problem with communal living and i think it's something that you've just got to get used to you've got to learn how to kind of make those spaces your own and how to feel comfortable in mm. in those shared spaces but yeah yeah Find, finding those environments yeah no definitely no definitely finding um i felt that um in lockdown as well uh with like that shared space confusing spaces sort of thing like i'd be working relaxing gaming um all in the same space all at the same chair all at the same desk and it was just even when i was trying to relax it would be i think it was that's just been like the whole topic of this episode i think trying to relax you've always got something in the back of your mind 
even when I was gaming, which is like one of my favorite things to do. I've got something in the back of my mind. But when I'm working, on the other hand, I'm thinking, I don't need to be doing this. I want to do other things. So it's just like a conflict. It's a constant conflict of interest is what I'm trying to say. Uh, when you kind of mix those areas together. Yeah, I think it is really important to have to be able to distinguish those environments. Mm. So even if it's even if it's something like maybe. Um, yeah, maybe changing your desk, depending on whether you're working there or whether you're relaxing there. Mm. Right. So I, I have I've, I've brought my PC down this year, so I have my monitor. Mm. And maybe if I do something like uh, if I'm working, I unplug my monitor and put it away. So my yeah. desk will look different, right? Because yeah. I won't have the monitor there. Mm. And maybe that will help me to just differentiate those spaces. Yeah, no, definitely. I, I completely back that. Something I do when I'm feeling a bit cluttered and like um, claustrophobic in my room. It's just to completely like reorganize my desk. Just give it a clean give it a reset almost. I mean, it's still it's going to be like the same layout, but I know it's been cleaned and I know it looks tidier and that just kind of resets everything for me. Because hmm. it, 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 yeah, because I suppose when, when also you don't have the luxury of just moving house when you feel cluttered, right? Just moving down to your student house when you feel cluttered. Yeah, changing things up, re, reorganizing your room. I mean, even moving some furniture around can drastically change how a room feels. Yeah. Um, and and yeah yeah that 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 probably could uh, could end up really helping. Oh sure, give it a go. Yeah, no, I I think I will, and I think I'll try and like clear my desk every time I do do something new, and that will hopefully help me make make that separation. It will feel feel different. Awesome. So on that note, I've been Elliot, and I've been Tom. Thank you so much for listening, and goodbye. Thanks for listening. Please remember that none of us are professionals. And if you do need help, please seek professional advice from either your local GP or any of the established charities that I'll leave in the description. If you want to see what else we're up to, follow us on Facebook or Instagram at Jesting Dog Productions. <laughs>